Tech Fighter Worldwide. It's the High Tech Podcast in plain English with an hour's worth of news in about 20 minutes. That's because we leave out the commercials, the station breaks, the sports, and most of the jingles. Podcast number 466 for October 25th, 2015. This week, if you're looking for an application that edits photographs, creates logos, designs websites, and publishes documents, you ought to take a look at Zara Designer Pro. Is TechBiter Worldwide a safe website? SiteLock helps me to ensure that it is. In short circuits, how many federal agencies are keeping track of information about you? Komodo and Cronus have combined to offer some useful capabilities. And GoDaddy says it wants to level the playing field for women. In spare parts, only on the website. If you're a fan of FileMaker Pro, you can buy the latest version and get an extra copy for free. And we'll take a look at a computer you can throw out the window. But I recommend that you don't. Saying that Zara Designer Pro X11 does everything might be a little bit of an overstatement. For example, I haven't yet figured out how to get it to take out the trash, feed the cats, or wash the car. There's very little you can't accomplish with this latest version, though, if what you're trying to do involves working with photographs, graphic design, typesetting, or websites. Zara offers four products in the designer series, web designer, page and layout designer, photo and graphic designer, and designer pro. All are built on the same underlying technology, and Designer Pro includes all the features from the three other products. Web Designer and Photo and Graphic Designer, for example, omit support for CMYK colors used in professional printing. Page and Layout Designer and Designer Pro include it. The three individual programs don't support multi-core processing. Designer Pro does. If you're interested in which features are in each of the applications, you'll find a comparison chart on the Zara website. There's a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website. Many of the most interesting new features deal with website design, and I discuss those in a July program called Astonishment for Sale. There's a link back to that program on the TechBiter Worldwide website. And in August, I described some of the new design tools, such as vector-based art brushes, these offer real-time painting of complex vector or bitmap brush designs along an editable freehand vector path. The program in which I described that was called Have You Ever Seen a Purple Camel? And there's a link to it, too, from this week's TechBiter Worldwide website. So now I've been looking at Designer, which does everything the other programs do and more. But describing a lot of the features would simply revisit what I've already described my goal here is to talk about new features that are unique to Designer Pro or ones that I didn't touch on in earlier reviews. Although each of the individual applications costs $90 or $100, Designer Pro at $300 is the better value because it includes everything in a single package and adds a few features that aren't available in any of the individual programs. Zara takes advantage of HTML5 animation capabilities and makes it possible to create objects that do something when a user hovers a mouse over them or clicks on them, or simply when the object scrolls into view. A transparency tool brings several new blend modes, and they all comply with W3C standards. The W3C is the World Wide Web Consortium, a group that attempts to bring order 
to the development standards used on the web. Print designers will be happy with two improved text features that include better hyphenation controls and some autocorrect functions. Standard warnings apply for autocorrect. Yes, the feature is handy, but blindly accepting recommendations may lead to the creation of a page on which everything is properly spelled, but with words that make no sense in context. But autocorrect goes well beyond what you might expect. It makes it possible to replace a character string with a graphic from the Font Awesome collection. Let's say you occasionally need to insert a Visa logo into your text. To accomplish this, you could create an autocorrect function that inserts the Visa graphic whenever you type Visa. That would probably be a bad choice, though, because you wouldn't always want to replace the word with the symbol. So instead, create something like XVISA that would then be replaced by the symbol. So whenever you type XVISA and press the spacebar or tab or enter any punctuation, the characters will be replaced automatically by the symbol. Designer Pro offers impressive hyphenation controls, too. This isn't one of the features that gets a lot of notice, but it's one that's important for designers and publishers. Most of the controls are what you'd expect. By default, the smallest word that'll be hyphenated must have six characters. I recommend setting that to eight. By default, at least three letters must occur before the hyphen and three must remain after the hyphen. Again, I recommend changing that one to four. The hyphenation zone allows less hyphenation as the percentage is increased. By default, this is set to 5%. If you want to avoid excessive hyphenation, set consecutive hyphens to a relatively low number. The default is 3. I would probably set this to 2 or maybe even 1. Designer Pro also offers an attenuation setting that modifies the limit. Zara recommends setting the value between 5% and 10%, and they say that values higher than 20% often inhibit consecutive hyphens so much that they no longer occur at all. You can also specify whether all caps or capitalized words will be hyphenated, and whether the last word in a paragraph can be hyphenated. A hyphenation list allows the user to specify explicit hyphenation rules for specific words. You might not want the name of your product or service to be hyphenated, and entering the word without a hyphenation marker in this list will keep that from happening. Designer Pro provides text wrap in print and graphic design documents as well as on websites. In fact, this seems to illustrate one of the core values at Zara, the belief that a single application that does everything is better than a lot of applications that each do just one thing. So Designer Pro can create files needed for a printed brochure, edit a photograph, generate a PDF document, design a logo, or create a complex, responsive website. As one who remembers when Corel entered into a marketing agreement with Zara, I recall being introduced to a small, lightweight program that was incredibly fast. Not much has changed there. New in this version, Warp Liquify makes it possible to modify the edges of shapes by drawing over them with various patterns. Zara is working on an open application program interface, an API, that will allow developers or users to create brushes that will work with Warp Liquify, and also create smart shapes, which are customizable symbols. New plugins include a spiral smart shape tool, for web design, there's a new one-click placement to stick objects to any given place in a browser window while the content scrolls under that graphic. This is really useful for sticky social icons or a permanent navigation bar across the top of the screen. 
A useful resource, Zara Chris has created an extensive series of videos on YouTube to show you how Designer works. There's a link to those videos on the TechBiter Worldwide website. The videos primarily deal with the previous version of the program, version 10, but many of the features and the overall functionality have been the same for many versions. You'll spend several hours with these videos, but if you're interested in learning how Designer Pro works, you should invest the time. The bottom line for Zara Designer Pro X11 is five cats. Zara brings a standard interface to design, page layout, and website design. Because I've reviewed the individual components that comprise Zara Designer Pro X11, there's not a lot that's new to talk about this time around. The gold standard of graphics applications used to be a program that could work with both vector and bitmap images. Today, Zara Designer Pro does that, and a lot more. It's a capable program for graphic designers, for website developers, for photographers, and even for print designers. Take a look and prepare to be impressed. You'll find additional details on the Zara website. Just follow the link from the TechBiter Worldwide website. Speaking of the TechBiter Worldwide website, just how safe is this site anyway? If you scroll down to the bottom of any recent page on TechBiter Worldwide, and by recent I mean any page created in 2011 or later, you'll see an icon from SiteLock. Even though you won't see the logo on pages created in 2010 or before, the protection is still in place. SiteLock monitors the site and alerts me when something is amiss so that I can fix it. The only incident I've ever seen was one in which a link from a program in the distant past referred to a site that no longer existed. Another person had acquired the domain name and the main page was filled with malware. SiteLock notified me and I removed the link to that domain. Problem solved. So why do I pay for the service? Well, it's because popular websites are more likely to be hacked than less popular websites. That's according to research that's just been released during National Cyber Security Awareness Month. SiteLock partnered with the faculty at the University of Pennsylvania's Wharton School of Business to analyze one million SiteLock scanned sites from February through April of this year. The analysis was used to develop an artificial intelligence-based statistical model that can predict the risk of website compromise. The report says the key figure of a website that predicts its likelihood of being compromised was its overall complexity rather than its specific functionality. As a site offers more features to engage and retain its users, the importance of preventative website security increases. This makes sense, and thinking about real-world equivalences can help. Every feature added to an appliance, an automobile, or any other device presents yet another option for something to fail. SiteLock President Neil Feather says that websites and web applications are a visible and vulnerable part of any company's infrastructure. Because this is so, businesses can no longer assume they're immune from cyber attacks. Feather says the report's findings should remind organizations of the importance of protecting themselves by frequently checking for vulnerabilities. The research also found that website visibility, as measured through its social media presence, was associated with the likelihood of compromise. 
A possible explanation is that the website's social media profile is positively associated with its popularity. Again, that makes a lot of sense. The more popular the site, the more attractive it's going to be to a hacker. And that's one of the reasons I use SiteLock. SiteLock monitors sites to detect malware that's been planted on the site or when existing links are compromised, which was the issue that I encountered several years ago. After identifying malicious content, SiteLock can automatically remove the threat. The service also provides users with reports on scans, threats detected, and items removed. In short circuits, here's a question. Does a federal agency have your information on file? I know that the FBI has a file on me because I requested access to it in the 1980s under the Freedom of Information Act. Most of the information on the pages I received from the FBI was blacked out or redacted, but the conclusion was that I wasn't a threat to national security. After all these years, I still haven't decided whether that makes me feel good or bad. Maybe you're wondering if the FBI or the NSA or some other three-letter agency has a file on you. How do you find out? Although it's been around for several years, I just found Get My FBI File. There's a link to it on the TechBiter Worldwide website. It actually goes well beyond the FBI, though. The site offers to create documents you can send to the FBI or the NSA or the Defense Security Service, Central Intelligence Agency, U.S. Marshals Service, Defense Intelligence Agency Secret Service, and Army Criminal Investigation Command. Visit the site and fill out the form. Or, if you're cautious, don't fill out the form. You can actually leave everything blank if you don't want to provide it, and Get My FBI File will simply provide you documents that you can copy, fill in, and then mail to the various agencies. The FBI asks that you specify how much you're willing to pay. The first 100 pages of your file, if there is one, will be free. But there's a charge if the file is larger. Way back in the 80s, my file ran to about 10 or 15 pages. If you're nervous about using the site, both the FBI and the NSA have their own web pages where you can request information. I have links on the TechBiter Worldwide website to the FBI's site and the CIA's site. Once you get the text for your letters from the Get My FBI file, you'll need to fill in some specific information that the site doesn't ask for. Your social security number, for example and then print the documents and send them off to the appropriate agencies. While I was preparing this article, I was asked why somebody who had no reason to think that his or her information had been collected by a federal agency would want to poke one of these agencies. Well, here's my reason. I don't suspect that there's a problem with my credit rating, but I still obtain an annual credit report from the three big rating agencies. I consider the Freedom of Information Act requests to three-letter agencies, to be in the same category. And besides, sometimes I like poking federal agencies. Backup application provider Acronis and security applications developer Komodo are teaming up so that Acronis Backup Cloud will be incorporated into the Komodo One Managed Services platform. 
Komodo One is an integrated platform that offers patch management, remote monitoring and management, and service desk free for small businesses, large enterprises, and managed service providers. The platform recently added device management and an application store. Free? Well, here's what Komodo says. When we launched Komodo One earlier this year, the vision was to help managed service providers replace complex multi-systems and eliminate manual tasks with standardized automatic processes that are repeatable, secure, compliant, scalable, and efficient. That's what Ilker Simser, product and platform manager for Komodo One, said. We selected Acronis for its ability to support any data source, destination, and delivery model, as well as its proven security capabilities and support for service provider workloads. Komodo offers digital certificates and other security components intended to protect and secure businesses. That's where they make their money. Acronis provides local and cloud-based backup solutions that include disaster recovery, file synchronization, and file sharing. The Acronis Backup Cloud module is available right now in the Komodo One App Store, which can be accessed after you register for Komodo One. I have signed up for Komodo One, and I'll let you know what I think of it when I've had an opportunity to work with it for a while. Headline says, GoDaddy releases gender salary data. Gender is a social construct. Sex is a physical attribute. Now, I suspect that what GoDaddy released was actually salary data distributed by sex. Of course, nobody seems to want to say sex. And if you state that the salary data has been broken down by sex, people snicker. So maybe gender is the better word, at least if your audience is high school sophomores. GoDaddy says the company is attempting to address gender diversity in the technology industry, and its new report delivers on a commitment made at this past summer's White House Demo Day. Over the summer, GoDaddy conducted an audit of internal salary data, which analyzed like-for-like roles, and compared how men and women were placed in the salary band for comparable roles. GoDaddy says that for every dollar a man makes throughout the company, a woman is paid roughly one cent more. Now that seems to be a misstatement, though, because the report then shows that women in GoDaddy make approximately 1% less than their male counterparts. Still, that's impressive, given the much larger disparity at many companies and in most industries. Additional analysis revealed an absence of women in more senior individual contributor technical roles. The company specifically analyzed software development engineers and software development test engineers finding that in both categories the population of women decreases as seniority level increases. GoDaddy says it's releasing its overall diversity statistics and now reports that women represent 20% of its technical workforce, 25% of the company overall. It has increased its women in management roles to 25%, and a number reported over this past summer shows GoDaddy had increased its female interns and new college graduate hires from 14% to 39% year-over-year in both categories. Well, enough with percentages. Let's talk dollars. In spare parts, only on the website. If you're a fan of FileMaker Pro, you can buy the latest version and get an extra copy for free. And we'll take a look at a computer you could actually throw out a window. But I would recommend that you don't.
Thanks for listening to TechBiter Worldwide, the podcast with an hour's worth of technology news in about 20 minutes. I'm Bill Blinn. Be sure to check out the website, www.techbiter.com. And if you like, send me an email from there. See you next week.